0: You are going to take a trip inside my mind today. Watch out, it's crowded. (laughs) Injuries are likely. Hard hats are required. (laughs) Seriously. I want to share with you some of my personal mantras. These are things that really keep me focused and motivated, especially in the moments when I'm really not feeling it. I'm really not in the mood. I'm not feeling like I want to do the work. So here's the backstory. Several years ago... Before I started really working out in a gym, when I was at my heaviest, I got a treadmill for my home office. I I worked in corporate America, but I had a small office at home, and after a long day at work, I would usually just sit in that office, catch up on emails, and watch TV. And so I bought a treadmill thinking a simple change I could make is if I'm going to watch TV or I'm going to watch football or whatever else, I'll just walk really slowly on the treadmill, not even like, I mean, we're talking a stroll really slowly. And my, my idea was that as long as I was just moving, basically not sitting on my butt, that that would be a step in the right direction. I wasn't jogging. I wasn't speed walking. But if I was watching TV, I was just very stro- uh, slowly strolling. Well, when I left my job and launched Primal Potential, I wanted a treadmill desk, right, so that I could set my laptop on it and be able to answer emails or write while I walked, because otherwise I would spend my entire working day on my butt with no alternative. So I have a very simple treadmill desk. It is homemade out of PVC pipe, and then the top of the desk is just like a flat piece of wood. Like, not even special wood, just, like, whatever wood you buy at Home Depot. I'll put a picture of it in the show notes. But anyway, I digress. Here's what happened. I, as I was working more and more on Primal Potential, I was spending more and more time on the treadmill desk. I would make phone calls from the treadmill desk, and one day, as I was reading, I wrote a motivational phrase in a Sharpie marker on the top of the desk. And it was very intentional. I was like, you know what? I want this here. I want to see this. And I started doing it more and more. And quickly, the top of the desk became covered with thoughts and words and mantras that were reminders to me, that sort of check me when I'm feeling frustrated or down or just not motivated. And quite frankly, I need these reminders. Without them, it's really easy to be distracted by other priorities, by frustrations, or just like get caught up in my moods. And that used to happen to me all the time. So now I feel like it's impossible for me to drift from my goals, from my priorities, because I keep them in front of me always. Whether it's cards that are on my my sitting desk or the quotes that are written on my treadmill desk or affirmations that I carry with me or that I set as the background of my phone I really think this is very important and this is why I talk to my fat loss fast track clients about affirmations this isn't some silly brainwashing thing it's about managing your focus it's about refusing to let yourself get distracted from your goals or Become negative because both of those things, distraction and negativity, are going to let you down. They're going to hold you back. Now, I don't want anybody to think, well, if I become hyper focused on my fat loss goals, it's going to take away from my career, it's going to take away from my family or my friends. It won't. It will actually fuel you, it will propel you, it will accelerate growth and achievement in every single aspect. Of your life. And when you take away excuses and negativity, that impacts every aspect of your life, not just your health or your fat loss goals. So that's why I said I'm taking you inside my head today because I'm sharing my personal mantras, these are the statements that currently move me the most, motivate me the most, encourage me the most, push me through the hard times the most, and they evolve, right? I'm always taking notes of things that motivate me or inspire me, and then when my current mantras or affirmations stop resonating, it's time to find others. The first one that I want to share with you is resist the temptation of your comfort zone. I mean, I know for me, and I think for most of us, most of us are willing to do the work when we feel like it, when we're motivated, when the choices in front of us are good. We like them. We like the options in front of us. But when it gets uncomfortable, when we're tired or emotional or facing temptation, we don't do the work because the work is too hard. And I guess my perspective, how I use this mantra resist the temptation of the comfort zone. When things get tough, when choices challenge me, when temptations arise, my mindset, my mantra, my inner dialogue goes like this. Great. Bring me all the hard things. I want them. Let them show up, these hard things, these temptations, these frustrations, time after time, situation after situation, and I will use them as reminders that I resist the comfort zone. I want To be uncomfortable. I hope the choice is hard. Why? Because that means I'm growing. We have to grow to improve, and growth is uncomfortable. Going to the next level at work often requires a commitment and an intensity that is beyond the comfort zone. Getting an advanced degree requires time and attention that is beyond the comfort zone. And improving your body and your health requires a work ethic, and a tenacity that is outside of the comfort zone. You will not get there if you give in every time it is uncomfortable. You've got to flip this on its head. That's what it means to me. I resist the temptation of my comfort zone. I shared with my Fat Loss Fast Track, um, one of my Fat Loss Fast Track groups, that uh, over the weekend, one of the days I didn't want to work out. At all. Like, I just wasn't feeling it. And here's the thing I could have talked myself into deserving a rest day. It would have been very easy to be like, oh, you don't want to work out. Well, you've been working out really hard and it would probably be good to take a day off. I could have easily talked myself into that and it would have been a very comfortable solution, especially since my back has been hurting since my little cruise ship incident that I shared with you guys. It would have been justified. But it also would have been in the comfort zone, and that's not where I hang out. I defy choices within my comfort zone. So here's what I said to myself. Oh, you don't want to work out today? Guess what? Elizabeth, you're working out today. If for no other reason, then you don't feel like it and you want to be lazy. And then I said to myself, so you don't want to work out today. You're doing it anyway because that's what you do. What do you want to do least? What workout would suck the most? Great. That's the workout today. Go do it. Get up right now, not later, right now. I look for these opportunities to resist my comfort zone, and when tough decision points come up, I'm quick to remind myself, Elizabeth, this is what you do. You resist the temptation of your comfort zone, so get up and do it. I could totally go off on a million tangents and examples here, but that is the big picture. The next mantra that really moves and motivates me is, little hinges swing big doors. Little hinges swing big doors. And this one has so many meanings to me, I just love it. I used to allow myself to be really overwhelmed by how far I had to go, how much weight I had to lose, how consistent I would have to be to, quote unquote, make it all the way. And to be just really straightforward, the length of the journey in front of me intimidated the heck out of me. It overwhelmed me. And when I was feeling intimidated and overwhelmed, I would talk myself out of my potential and my power. I would limit myself. I would disempower myself. And obviously, that didn't work. That was a completely ineffective strategy. No surprise there. Anything that arouses fear or procrastination, or doubt has got to go. It's got to go. We've got to look at these things that we fixate on being afraid of, or procrastinating with. We need to look at these things and say, okay, so this isn't going to work. No more of that. I'm only interested in things that work and things that move me forward. That's why I love Little Hinges Swing Big Doors, because so many things in life We can make a really big difference with really small changes. This has been true for me in fat loss and in fitness. And now it honestly motivates me daily in business. Because here's the thing. We're always looking to do big things. I think part of it is our ego. I'm going to do a Whole30. I'm going to cut out sugar. I'm going to stop drinking. I'm going to train for a marathon. Do you realize that any and all of those pretty big changes is a series of very small changes done one at a time. But when we focus on the big thing, we often feel overwhelmed, paralyzed, doubtful. And so I find it very valuable to break everything down to the smallest action. When I'm working out, it's this one rep, right? Sometimes I'll count by twos or threes, but never by fifteens or twenties, right? I never say, I'm going to make impeccable food choices, but I say, what's the next great choice? One great choice I can make. The big things are a series of little things, and the little things are way more manageable and achievable, and they keep us out of that trap of doubt and fear and paralysis. So whenever I'm feeling overwhelmed or doubtful, or even when I'm feeling unmotivated, I look For a little hinge, a small thing I can do. Yeah, most of us have big doors to swing, whether it's big fat loss goals, big fitness goals. My goals are big. My aspirations for my body, my fitness, my health, my business, they're big. And that means a bunch of little hinges, tiny choices. When I focus on the micro, I immediately feel more capable, more powerful, and more in control. So little hinges swing big doors means a lot to me. The next one that I love, and you guys have probably heard me say this before, is rule over yourself. You guys know that I was a Latin and Greek major prior to shifting to study nutrition. I got a scholarship in Latin and Greek, snatched it up, free school, and spent a lot of time with the classics studying the words and the philosophies of ancient Greece and Rome. And it was really kind of serendipitous because I never knew, obviously then, I didn't know what was ahead of me in my life, and I didn't realize what a huge role Stoic philosophy would play in my business, in my weight loss, in my mindset. It really was pretty pretty perfect that i ended up you know getting exposed so intimately to the philosophies and the literature of this era because it's made such a difference. So, one of the primary philosophies that we see in the literary works from from ancient Rome is called stoicism. Stoicism. And the essence of stoicism is basically that Bad things are going to happen. That's part of life. And we do not need to just get through it, survive adversity. We don't need to just tough it out or soldier through. We can actually, if we choose to, we can thrive. We can grow. We can search for benefit and opportunity in all adversity. We can use these hard things to make us stronger. And one of the quotes from Stoic philosophers that really moved, there are so many of them, oh my gosh, I could do a whole thing on just Stoic philosophy and, and quotes. We actually did an episode on Stoic philosophy way back when, but I could do um, a series of quotes from Stoicism that really moved me. But one of them that I want to talk about today is, rule over yourself. Rule over yourself. I got an email the other day from a woman Um, I think it was one of the first emails I've ever received from her podcast listener. And she said she set a goal for herself to give up wine for the month of May. And everything was going well, and then things in her life got pretty rocky, and she was feeling really overwhelmed, and there was a lot of pressure. And she said, I just needed a drink. And to me... That's kind of the essence of rule over yourself, that scenario, because I might want a glass of wine and I might choose to have some ice cream, but feeling like I need sugar or I need a treat or I need alcohol, that's my red flag. No, I don't need that. I am in control. My urges are not in control. My cravings are not in control. I am not at the whim of my circumstances. My circumstances are not in control. I am in control. I am in control of all of these things. I am always in control of my choices. To me, that is the essence of rule over yourself. It's not about what anybody else says or does. It's not about my circumstances, it's not about my emotions. I am in charge of me. Another variation of this that I that I use as a mantra very regularly is simply self-control and resistance to distractions. Self-control and resistance to distractions. I say that to myself ad nauseum. I mean, really, because I used to lack self-control. Obviously, you can look at my pictures from when I was almost 350 pounds and see a very obvious lack of self-control. I wanted to lose weight. I wanted to be healthy and fit until there was something I wanted more in the moment. Right, And I know so many people can relate to that. I have these goals, they're so important, but then when you put a cookie in front of me, I want the cookie more than I want my goals. I didn't practice self-control. And it's not something that most of us are necessarily inherently born with. It's something we develop over time through our choices. It's something we practice, and I practice it daily. I don't want to stop at one glass of wine. Great. Fantastic. I'm glad I feel that way because this is an opportunity that I need, a perfect chance to practice self-control. And the distractions are the same way. I used to tell myself before I started Primal that work was a distraction from my goals. Like I couldn't prioritize my health because I was just working so much and I was so stressed. And that's just a load of bull. It really is. That's actually a choice because here's the thing. I have as much time to make great food choices when I'm busy at work as I do when I'm home, or I have as much time to make not-so-good choices as I do to make good choices. And here's the thing. In fact, I would argue that making crappy food choices actually took more time and impaired my work more than carving out the time to make better choices, because when I was making not-so-good choices that weren't aligned with my goals, that were contributing to the fact that I was almost 350 pounds, I ate more and I spent more time eating. I thought about food more. I stressed about food more. I stressed in general more. I had less energy. So making good choices is actually more important and more valuable and more beneficial when I am busy at work. Same thing when I'm emotional or when I am tired. Now, this resistance to distractions thing is huge, especially in this day and age of constant media and social media. Resistance to distractions can mean not letting yourself be distracted by hours of television or Netflix or social media, other people's opinions, other people's progress, other people compared to where you're at. I think this is really important because the distraction keeps us from action, and so telling yourself I practice self-control and resistance to distractions, then you can go through your day looking for opportunities to practice both of those things. I can do hard things. I've shared this a lot on social media, but this is a mantra that is very powerful for me, and I and I really think that it always will be. I can do hard things. Yeah, there are days that I don't feel like doing the work, lots of days, but I do hard things, and it's not a punishment. So many people look at this journey of fat loss and they think, oh, this sucks, as if it's a sacrifice. It is not a sacrifice. It is, think about it. It's like you can choose, let's say you're going through medical school. You can choose to focus on how hard it is, how exhausting it is, how much work you're doing, how little sleep you're doing, Or you can choose to focus on how amazing the end result is going to be, how worth it the end result is going to be. And then the work feels like a privilege because you know you're creating something tremendously valuable. I tell myself daily. I crave the end result so intensely that the work is irrelevant. I will do whatever it takes to reach my goals because my goals are that freaking good, because I know I deserve it, because I know there's going to be a tremendously positive payoff in my life when I achieve my fitness goals, when I achieve my health goals, when I achieve my physique goals, when I achieve my business goals. You can look at it and resent the journey, but That is totally a waste. I look at my journey and I say, I can do hard things. Not only can I do hard things, I want to do hard things because the work is worth it because my goals are worth it. I crave the end result so intensely that the work becomes irrelevant. That I will do whatever it takes, no matter how hard it is, not because, like, I'm a tough girl because I'm trying to prove something because my goals are so valuable because the end result is so worth it because the joy in the process, in the achievement, in the growth is so much greater than any sacrifice it took to get there because I know that I will never regret the hard work, but I will absolutely regret not doing the hard work if I choose to say, Meh, I don't really feel like it. So, guys, you know, these are some of the things that really move. Me And I would love to know what it is that really moves you. I'll tell you one thing that I know that moves the folks in my Fat Loss Fast Track group the most is do it anyway. The last podcast episode of 2015 was about how to make 2016 amazing. And basically the mantra of that episode was, there are going to be days when you don't want to do it. I don't care. Do it anyway. There are going to be days when you don't feel like getting up and working out. Great. Do it anyway. There are going to be days when you don't feel like having your fat loss friendly breakfast or following the golden rules of carbs and fat loss. Fantastic. Do it anyway. Because imagine what life would be like if in all arenas, not just with food and fitness, if in all arenas we only did what we wanted to do when we feel feel like doing it. I mean, We treat food this way, like, yeah, I'll make great food choices when I want to, but if I don't, whatever, I'm not going to do it. Or I'll go to the gym when I want to, but if I don't, well, whatever. What if we treated our careers that way? What if our kids treated their schooling that way? It would be a hot mess. So why... Our health is our most valuable asset. There is nothing that is more valuable than our health and our mindset because that impacts every area of our lives, our careers, our relationships, our parenting, you name it, absolutely everything. Why do we take this attitude of, I only do it when I feel like it, or I only do it when it's easy? Why do we have more discipline and focus when it comes to our careers? Why do we expect our children to have more discipline and focus when it comes to their homework than we do with? what matters most with what we can't do anything without, and that is our health. So you know what? Yeah, there's going to be days when you don't want to do it. It doesn't matter. Do it anyway. There's going to be days when you don't want to show up and do the work. It doesn't matter. Do it anyway. So I know that that's one of the mantras that really resonates most with my Fat Loss Fast Track groups because it shows up in the groups very, very often. Do it anyway. Do it anyway. They say it to themselves. I say it to them. Uh, But I would love to know what mantras really motivate you because I'm always keeping these lists so that I have an arsenal when I'm not feeling so encouraged and inspired when the ones that currently move me don't move me as much or I need something else relative to a situation in my life. So those are the ones that really move me. I will put them up on the show notes over at primalpotential.com and I'd love to know what mantras or affirmations really move you the most. So let me know. I'd love to hear it. You can comment on the show notes page or let me know over on Facebook or Instagram. Let's take a second to wrap up with what I ate yesterday. Um, Totally random. I, I haven't done this and I think I'll do more of it because it was so good. I bought some smoked salmon and pickled ginger. And I literally ate both out of the containers, pairing them together, and it was so amazing. I know pickled ginger doesn't usually go with smoked salmon, usually more like sashimi salmon, but I had both. It worked. It was delicious. It was easy. It was fat loss friendly, and I was a happy camper. Uh, Then later in the day, I had a very big salad, like mixing bowl size salad with spinach and arugula and cucumbers and bell peppers and avocado and tomatoes and carrots and leftover chicken. And then dinner was a bunless bison burger. So it was just a bison patty with tomatoes and a slice of bacon, and that was that. I had had a really, really big salad earlier in the day, so I wasn't feeling more veggies, but that is what I did. That is what I ate yesterday. I hope you enjoyed my mantras. It's totally cool if they don't resonate with you, but you need to find what resonates for you. It might not be what resonates with me, and that's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But give some thought to what really motivates and inspires you. Hope you guys have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. You've always had what it takes to make it happen, and we know the right tools can make it easier. At Strayer University, we're always thinking about new ways to set you up for success. That's why we give you a brand new laptop when you enroll in a bachelor's program, so you can start off on the right foot and keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. Eligibility rules, restrictions, and exclusions apply. Connect with us for details. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by shell